Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the Creatively Town Podcast, brought to you by us over at AtoZHorror.com. And by now, you guys know the score about what is going on this week. We got to go to the Idaho Horror Film Festival. Huge thanks to everybody who made that happen. We cannot stress enough what a good time that was. And it's it's been hyped on the podcast before, and, and we're finally here. We got the chance to interview, I mean, a- as you'll hear, the Scream Queen, Linnea Quigley. Right. Uh, this is the incredible actress behind Trash from Return of the Living Dead. She was in so many iconic movies. You've definitely seen her before, even if you don't know that you have. So definitely check all her stuff out. I, I don't want to go into too much of like everything she's done here because it comes up more in the interview. But I, I just can't stress enough how awesome she is and how much you need to check all of her stuff out. Definitely listen to everything she says. There's there's a couple of really cool things in there that she drops you're going to want to listen to. We're going to link everything we can in the description below. Uh, but but for now, look, I'm, I'm not going to delay anymore. Just check out this interview. It's awesome. All right, so we are sitting here with Linnea Quigley, and Linnea, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. I love being here. I've never been to Idaho, and I'm in Idaho. So, first time in Boise. What are your thoughts on Boise? I love Boise. I had a whole different picture of it, and it's hip. It's great. The Idaho Horror Fest is amazing. The Boise, I mean, being here is just great. Absolutely. And I think, first up, right off the bat, congratulations are in order because I think you are going to be the recipient of the second Trailblazer Award from the Idaho Horror Film Festival. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That is nice. Yeah. So congratulations on that. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's fantastic. So how did you get involved with the Idaho Horror Film Festival? I think, I'm not sure. I don't know. Somebody got hold of my manager and they were talking about it and they said about an award or something like that. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> it's like the Academy Awards, that's you know, awesome. for horror. Yeah. No, absolutely. And for those of our listeners who don't know, and they should, the, the ones who don't are idiots, but obviously you're one of the more famous scream queens from the classic horror movies of the 1980s. Is that how you describe yourself, a scream queen? Oh, yeah, I say I'm, I am the scream queen. The yes. scream queen. Yes, yes, there aren't any others. That's fantastic. <laughs> I like that a lot. So how did you get involved in the horror industry? How, what was the start of your career in horror like? My start was they were doing a lot of horror films, which I loved horror films. And they were doing a lot of really good ones in the 80s and into the 90s too. Uh, and like they had the Friday the 13th, the Jasons. And I'd always loved them going to the drive-in and watching them at home. And so I just got pulled into it. And it was like great for me because I was extremely shy so it let me scream at like primal therapy or something and it just made me run and it was very physical and you're it was interesting what you just said too because you let on that you were a horror fan prior to being involved with the industry so the natural question I think is what were those formative movie experiences for you when you were growing up what were your favorites a night of the living dead yeah has to be was um then, not Hollywood, I did that one. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. Uh, let's see. All the Vincent Price ones. Yeah. 
House of Wax. Um, Wax. Abominable there's Dr. One, wait, Fives. what's the one where, is it called Murder in the Rue Morgue? Yep. Really I good. love that one. That one scared me so bad when the yeah. lady's arm fell out the chimney. I will never forget that. <laughs> and as you started to get involved with the industry, I think, you know, we're talking Scream Queen status. One of the really interesting things to me is, is there a moment in your life where you're like, there's something here. Like, this is a new thing. I have achieved a status. Does, does it ever pop into your mind that I'm a scream queen? How does that, how does that come to be? It's really weird. I actually didn't feel it so much until this year. I don't know why. Huh. But there were a lot of wannabe scream queens. And, you know, if they got blood on them or they did a home movie or a picture and it got inundated with all these people. So I didn't really think anything of it. And then it wasn't until this year it sank in when people like started recognizing me. I'm like, this is really weird. (laughs) I was in Salem last weekend and it was like people actually recognize me in a dark club. And I'm like, you know, they'd stare at me. I'm like, what are you staring at? You know, and it was just weird, very weird. Wow, that's great. And we're here, obviously, here at the Idaho Horror Film Festival, where they're going to be screening uh, Return of the Living Dead. Yes. And so what was your experience like filming Return of the Living Dead? Well, acting-wise, it was great filming it with Dan O'Bannon directing it. Yeah. Physically, it was horrible because we had rain machines at night, <laughs> and you'd be freezing cold and... I had to be buried in mud and not breathe for a long time until I was had to come out of the mud. And there were a lot of things that weren't pleasant doing it. But the finished product was amazing with the soundtrack, what Dan's vision was. It was great. Absolutely, absolutely. And it set the stage for so many of the what are now tropes in the horror industry, right? They started there in that yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's really cool. What were some of your favorite movies that you, you got to be a part of? Sorority Babes and the Slimeball Bolorama. I love that one because I got to be badass. Yeah. Because it's not fun to play the good girl. It's boring. It's just, you know, not fun. So I think that one, uh, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers was fun because I got to dance around with chainsaws, which is sexily, which is very hard to achieve. And I don't know if I even did it, but the director said, I don't know if he was goofing me or what, but he said, okay, dance sexy with these two chainsaws. And I'm like, doing my best. And it's like, how do you dance sexy with chainsaws that are heavy? Yeah. Another thing that's interesting too that I think a lot of people don't necessarily think of when they think of horror and what goes into that is there are very specific things that you have to be familiar with in order to play these roles effectively. So let's talk about effects. You kind of led on to that with Return of the Living Dead. Is there something as you start garnering more and more experience with all these movies where you get used to all of the effects work that have to go into playing these roles? Or is that a consistent thing that you have to just deal with? I luckily haven't been having to deal with that, luckily. I hate prosthetics on my face. Hate it. I just want to rip them off. Some people love it and they become a different person and... You know, somebody shy will be like, ah, you know, but I just hate it. I'm miserable. I'm tired of hearing, you look like my ex-girlfriend, or you better see a dermatologist for that. It's like, (laughs) I've heard it. Okay, enough. Yeah. And it didn't stop with horror for you. It kind of seems like horror opened some doors for you because you were then an author and a singer. And so was, do you think horror opened those doors or were those just other things you were interested in? Uh, I think it happened all together. I was in a punk band 
with guitar, vocals, recording, you know, we'd write our own songs and everything. And uh, it just kind of like I was doing that and then doing the movies and movies took precedence over the bands because you really don't make a lot of money when you're in a band. Sure. Yeah. And you've been a part of the horror industry for so long. Can you describe kind of how it's changed from when you started to where it is now? I mean, we're kind of in this era where there's a resurgence of what feels like that kind of 1980s vibe to movies, but that feels pretty recent. So what was it like seeing it change? It was amazing. I was so used to film and, you know, hearing check the gate, you had to get it right, right away because film is so expensive. Then all of a sudden, the first time we did it on an HD, I was like, okay, where's the camera? And it's like a little camera camera. And I'm like, what? I, did, I, was, I was expecting something else. So that was very weird to do. And then you can do take after take after take. Um, you're not wasting film. And then just for me personally, I went from being the 18-year-old, you know, high school student to like playing a grandma or a mother. And that was just weird <laughs> when I think about it. It's just weird. Yeah, yeah. And so what kind of stuff are you doing these days in the horror world? Are you still acting a lot? What, what do you, where can people find you there? Okay, there's going to be a few that come out this year. Uh, Clownado, which is going to be great. Actually, it'll come out in January. I just did one called Bone Hill Road that's out, which you can find at your Walmart now. It hit Walmart. It's the big time. <laughs> So you can get that at Walmart now, and that's a werewolf film. Okay. And then I did The Barn, which has that 80s feel. Yeah. And it's a great guy that directed that one, too. And I did Twilight Camp, and I did The Last Thanksgiving. I'm doing all the you know holiday movies. Like yeah. I did Silent Night, Deadly Night. Now I'm doing Thanksgiving. I'm going in reverse, so... <laughs> Why do you think there is such a resurgence of the 80s style? Why is it popular right now? Why is everyone going back? Because you could look to, I mean, to get the most Netflixy of all of it, Stranger Things. Everyone knows about that. Why is everyone going with the 80s theme right now? I think because the 80s were the best. They had the best music. Yeah. People, there was a whole different money thing that was going on you didn't have to really worry about gas being so expensive mm. you know you were paid the amount that fit the times and when I think of when I first started the pay I got I'm like how did I survive but everything was less money and it you, you could live good and it was it was a fun era it's now all I talked to somebody but actually you texted them yeah absolutely and so you know obviously tonight they're going to be screening uh, Return of the Living Dead, and we're really excited for that. We play a game on our show where we try to, we, we call it Beers for Fears. We try to pick a beer that fits well with the movie we're watching that week. And so we're wondering, we wanted to ask you, maybe not a beer, but what, what kind of thing, food or beer or anything, should we be pairing with Return of the Living Dead? What would fit well with that? Yeah. Well, hmm. You can't drink that. Let's see. <laughs> uh, let me think of something. Doesn't have to be a drink either. Anything oh, okay. Can... Brains, of course. Yes. Obviously. Brains. I mean, have a have a human brain for lunch. <laughs> I like it. And so, you know what? This one person asked me, and I think this is a brilliant question. If you could eat anybody's brain that you wanted, who would you pick? Wow. Who would you? Who would you pick? Yeah. 
Oof. Are, are you gaining something from them? Do I get that person's knowledge? If you want. If you want. Mm-hmm. It's a hard question. Neil deGrasse Tyson? Oh, okay. He's, you came up with it quick. Oh, man. I, he's very charming. I was considering that as well. I don't know who I would pick now. I'm going to back up. We have similar interests. Can you tell why we're friends? Okay. <laughs> hmm. I mean, I'm going to just default and say Einstein must have had some sort of special power, right? So yeah. It's rubbed off on a lot of folks. Like, obviously, there were some kernels in there that have existed to this day and will continue forward. So, you know, secondarily, Einstein, boom. Yes. Who's yours? Um, Nicole Kidman, because I love her. I think she's great. That's a very good reason. Yeah. She's pretty. She's great. Flawless. So I said, I'm going to pick her. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right, Linnea, is there anything else you want to tell us about? Anything else we should know about? Any? Oh, okay. Phantasm did a limited edition book on me. It's like 42 pages of pictures okay. that haven't been seen. That's out now Yeah. on phantasm.com. And I'm doing a new book. So that will be coming out. Mm. And then those movies. And let me, I know there's like so much this year. It's crazy. Well, oh, I'm doing a documentary called Extras. Oh, okay. I'm That's going awesome. all over the place because extras yeah. are a different breed. It's sad. It's happy. It's, yeah. it's just very interesting to me. It always has been. And I know you've done some kind of autobiographical, uh, you know, writing before in some yes. of your books. Have mm-hmm. you branched out into the fiction world at all? And yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and is this new book going to be kind of autobiographical mm, fiction? It's going to be more autobiographical. Okay. Awesome. I'm going to spill the dirt on everyone. <laughs> oh, yes. Excellent. Why not? It's like before I really couldn't, but now why not? Yeah, is there anything we can know about it in terms of like when we might be able to get our hands on it? It'll probably be about a year. Okay. About we'll a be year. Be on the lookout. Yeah. So how, how can people keep in touch with you, follow what you're doing, and, and make sure that they know when that book's coming out and all these movies? and just? I would say go to the official Linnea Quigley site. Facebook site mm-hmm, mm-hmm. would be the best way to keep track of what I'm doing because everything's listed. Absolutely. And those links are going to be right down, right down there in the description below as well. So, yeah. All right. Well, unless you've got anything else for us, we just really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Well, I'm so glad because, you know, you guys came in drunk and drinking beer and stuff. And I thought, what? You know, it's like, what kind of interview is this going to be? <laughs> A different kind. No, it's great. You guys were great. You weren't (laughs) drunk. Well, that was a ton of fun. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And congratulations again on the Trailblazer Award. I know. I'm ecstatic. Lene Quigley, everybody. So there you have it, our Linnea Quigley interview. Again, huge thanks to Linnea Quigley. Can't stress enough how awesome it was for her to come talk to us like that, especially under the circumstances she came and talked to us. You heard a little bit about that during the show, but ton of fun. Thanks to everybody that made that happen, especially Linnea Quigley, but also the awesome women of the Idaho Horror Film Festival. You've heard all about that, and uh, you're going to be hearing more about that to come, so check that out. Um, We're going to link everything we can about Linnea Quigley and everything she has coming up in the description below, but definitely just follow her wherever you can and check out what she's got coming out in the future, because it sounds like it's going to be awesome, and everything she's done so far has been pretty awesome. Uh, In the meantime, though, we're going to be coming back at you on Monday with a 
back to the regular schedule of episodes. So we uh, have actually already recorded this, and it was a, <laughs> it's uh, things look things get a little bit weird as we get back to form. We get really proper drunk and talk about the recent 2018 movie Hereditary, and uh, look out a blast doing it. It was so much fun to do all these interviews, and thanks again to everybody who uh, who helped in any way make it happen. But uh, we're uh, we're pretty excited to be coming back at you with the regular schedule too. So. Uh, thanks, and we'll see you soon. Bye.